Okay, guys, we're going to continue on the bottom of Chedem bed just to wrap up from yesterday. Then we'll hit a new Mishnah, and it'll be all great. Okay, the Gemara said as follows. It said, Itmar Nami, the last line here, they stated also, you'll see very familiar, they go like a little quick review from yesterday. Amar Rav Shemam Bar Amar, Amar Biyochanan, Lo Shanu Elo Shelo Gamar. This only, uh, Rashi says on top, Lo Shanu Hadetanya Lekaman Oto Atacho Geg Velo Yoter, but the idea that you're limited to the korbanot. Remember the case of the ten korbanot. You bring in five and five, so you're limited only uh, when it's the day wasn't finished. If the day was finished, chozer makriv, you can go back and bring the korbanot. The gemara says, "My gemara." What does that mean that you they're finished? What finished? Ilema gemar korbanotav. If it means you ran out of korbanot, my makriv. But does it mean that you can offer them? They're gone. There's nothing to offer. Ela shalo gemar hayom. It means that the day hasn't finished yet. About gemar hayom, chozer makriv. But if the day is over. I mean, he ran out of time, you'd be able to bring the Corbin out. Anyway, it's not what we said yesterday that we said the only different the only discussion was when you had him run out of time. If you ran out of time, so then everyone agrees to be fine. Okay, great. Okay, brings us to the new Mishnah. The Mishnah says as follows. Somebody who hasn't brought the Korban Chagiga, right? The Chag, Chag here as a verb, means to bring the Korban Chagiga. If you haven't done it on the first day of Yom Tov, you can continue to do it the whole holiday, including the last day. Now, the last day is Shmini Atzeret, right? Because we're not Machag, which is, um, which is Sukkot, so the last day is, uh, which is Shmini Atzeret, okay? If the holiday passed by and you haven't yet brought the Korban Chagiga, you, don't, uh, you have no responsibility for it. I mean, there's no, uh, there's no way to make up that thing. And this, uh, this sounds like it's great, like, oh, you don't have responsibility. But it actually means it in a negative way, because on this, the Pazuk says, a crooked thing cannot be fixed, and a missing thing cannot be counted. Meaning, you blew it. Okay, if you if the whole holiday passes by, and you haven't brought the Korban Chagiga, there's no opportunity to make it up, you miss your chance. Uh, he wants to give another interpretation of like a crooked thing can't be fixed. Okay, it's somebody who has relations with an erva, one of the prohibited uh, people, and he ends up having a mamzer with that with that woman. Can't change the status of a mamzer. Mamzer's a mamzer, right? So you can't. That's a crooked thing. They can't be uh, fixed. Uh, um, one second. Imtomar, uh, or alternatively, I guess we could say, begonev uh, vigozel. It could come up with one second. One check. One thing. Sorry. Um, Sorry. Yeah. Because uh, if you say it has to do with a, someone who steals, let's say, right, if that's what you would say, like stealing or, or you know, a robbery, uh, it, that's not unfixable because you can always return and fix what you stole. He says, no, mu'vat, the term mu'vat doesn't refer to something that's just inherently crooked. It's only something that was mitukan, that was straight before, and then it became crooked. What is this? Tamil Chacham, operation of Torah. This is a Tamil Chacham who then separates himself from Torah. So that's a mu'vat. Okay. Uh, well, at least it's something that's mu'vat. We assume that you could do a takami, you could have a chubita. Okay, the Gemara says as follows. What's the source of this idea? Rashi says here, How do we know you can use uh, the last day of Yom Tov on Chag? 
Nemar Atzeret Bishvi'i Shal Pesach, Vinemar Atzeret Bishmini Shachag. It says the word Atzeret when it comes to the seventh day of Pesach. Atzeret is like the Atzor, like the stop, it's like the last day. And it also says Atzeret about the eighth day of Sukkot. So just over there, yeah, that it's there to tell us that you can do tashlumin until the last day. So to here, you can do the last thing for the last day. So that's great. Okay. Now the Gemara says as follows: Mufne. This use of the term atzeret is mufne. Mufne is a technical term. Rashi says umufne utsrichag zerashavazosh that hey mufne the tulo parchina lalamidi. Meaning that this word um, atzeret is available. It's free. Mufne means like it's free for the drasha purposes. And the Rashi says the reason that's significant is once it's mufne and you use zerashava, there's no kashas you can ask on zerashava in that case. That's like that the rules of the game work. It's like impervious to any kashas. The Gemara says the ilav mufne because if it weren't mufne, ikal You can ask the following kasha on this comparison between shmini atzeret and pesach. Malish shall pesach shakein and no chaluk mishalafanav. What's unique to the shvishal pesach that it's not separated from what comes before it? Meaning it's just the seventh day of pesach. Tomar b'shmini shachag shachaluk mishalafanav. You could say this. You could say differently about the eighth day of pesach. Excuse me, eighth day of Sukkot which is actually separate because it's a separate holiday Shemini Atzeret Gemara says lie but you can't say that Afnuye Mufna not too bad but it's Mufna it's Mufna so therefore you can't ask that Kasha and, and therefore it uh, seems to work Atzeret tells us this idea that you can bring Tashlumen even on Shemini Mara says, Mikhtev, let's see. My atzeret, what does atzeret actually mean? Atzur, basiat melacha, means closed up, like stopped up from doing melacha. But hakti, but it says, it says in, in the parsha ra'ei, lo tasem melacha. It already tells you not that you can't do melacha on the Yom Tov. So atzeret, the kadar rahman alamali. So why do I need the word atzeret at all? So Mara says, Allah, rad, you see, shma'amina laf nuye. So you see from there, that's what it's telling you. It's, it's, it's an extra word. It was unnecessary word. That's, uh, that's why it's mufna. And therefore, despite the seeming discrepancy between the seventh day of Pesach and the eighth day of Sukkot, or significant discrepancy, nonetheless, the word I tried is available and we can use it for this drush. Okay, the Mara says, Vatana maitila mahacha. And uh, Atana brings this uh, a proof from the following case, from here. Titania, it says, and the Braita. You should celebrate, right? Right, but have this chag seven days. I would think you could just do the chagiga, meaning bring the korban chagiga all seven days, because it says. Tamulomar oto. That's what the Pazik says. Oto, Chagodem oto. It. Oto atachogeg. It, meaning that first day, via tachogeg kol shiva. And you shouldn't be bringing the korban all seven days. So Im Kane says the Brighta Lama Namar Shiva. So why say seven days? <laughs> Which one is it? Is it Oto or is it seven days? Litashlumin. The idea is for making it up. Okay, so you're able to, so the point is that the mitzvah is to do the Chagiga on the first day. But you can always make it up for the rest of the seven days as well. Okay. So from where do I know that if I don't bring it the first day, I can bring it the rest of the days, including the last day. It says in the seventh month, you should celebrate. You should do the Chagiga. If I only had the words in the seventh month, I would think that I can only bring it 
for the it's not only see the only thing I can bring the the korban chagiga for the entire month. Tamulamar oto. That's why it says oto tachogu oto oto atachogeg via tachogeg chutzalo that you can celebrate it but not beyond this. So we had basically two sides of the drasha. One drasha from Atzeret was telling us you can do a makeup day one and then even uh, all the way through through day seven or day eight if it's relevant. And then the other uh, point is yeah, but how about beyond that? Can I go beyond that? So that's the second oto which tells us okay you can do the you can do the tashlumen within the holiday but not beyond the holiday. Okay, Kamara says umay tashlumen. Okay, so what actually is the tashlumen? Kind of a funny question here, but you'll see how how, how it breaks down. Rabbi Yochanan Amar tashlumen lerishon. So what's it that tashlumen for? So Rabbi Yochanan says it's a tashlumen for day one. Okay, meaning any day you're gonna do the tashlumen, it's always a makeup for day one. Rabbi Yoshaya Amar tashlumen zelazet. Rabbi Yoshaya says no, it's a tashlumen for each individual day. What does that mean? We'll see in a second what the nafkin is, but we're saying that Rabbi Yochanan says that let's say I didn't bring the korban day one. That was really my fundamental obligation. So then I have the obligation to bring it on day two. But if I'm bringing day two, I have to bring it day three. If not day three, day four. But if I look at day four and I say, what am I? What's that? My final bringing on day four. What was that tashlumen for? I said that was tashlumen for day one. Ah, but how about days two and three? Well, those were days where you could have done the makeup, but you didn't do it. But there was no independent obligation on days two and three. Rabbi Oshaya says differently. He says no. If you miss day one, the obligation transfers to day two. You miss day two, the obligation transfers to day three. Transfers to four. So by the time you bring it on four, what was the makeup? It's really a makeup for day three, not a makeup for day one anymore. Okay, so that sounds like just semantics. So Gemara says, "My benayu." What's the naf community between these two positions? So Amar Rabbi Zera, Rabbi Zera says, "Chigir b'yom rishon v'yitpasha b'yom sheni ikah benayu." The difference is. It's always fun to do the nafkaminas. A person who was lame on day one and therefore would have been a um, patur on day one, but he became straightened out. He like didn't, was no longer lame on day two. He's like that's is similar, not exactly the same with these questions they have about like uh, bar mitzvahs. Like you have a bar mitzvah during a chag, let's say for example, right? You are a cut on day one, but you became an adult on day three, something like that. So what's the point here with the person who's lame? The idea would be as follows: Rabbi Yochanan Amar Tashlum and Rishon. Rabbi Yochanan says no. Every day is a Tashlum for the first day. Since you weren't suitable, you weren't obligated on the first day because you were a chiger, so you're not, you're also not, um, you're not suitable on day, uh, let's say two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine either, because it doesn't make a difference. I mean, the fact that you're now uh, a chiger, excuse me, the fact that you're now a regular and you're, and you're no longer a chiger doesn't create a new obligation. It's just going back to day one. But, Rabbi Oshayamar, Tashlumim Zelazeh. He says, no, but every day is a new obligation for the previous day. So, So this Chiger, he was Chiger on day one, he wasn't obligated. But that transfers to day two. On day two, there's a new obligation to bring a Korban Chagiga, basically. That's what he's saying. And therefore, if you became on the Chiger, like on day two, so you have an obligation to bring it, and that would be the big Nafkim that you have to then bring the Korban later. Rabbi Oshayamar would say, yes, and Rabbi Yochanan would say no. So Gemara says, hold on. Um, um, Rabbi Does Rabbi Yochanan really hold this way? The Amr Chizkiya says as follows. Nitma bayom mevi balayla eno mevi. Okay, this is the case of a Nazir. Okay, Nazir, the way it works is that the Nazir has to stop, has to uh, uh, make sure to avoid becoming tummy mate, right? Become tummy to dead uh, dead bodies. 
um, if he becomes Hamein, so there's a process of seven days where he has to become Tahor, and then once the seven days are over, on the eighth day he brings out a, a slew of Korbanot, and then he restarts his process. Okay, he restarts his process of being a, a Nazir. Now, the question is, what happens if he became Tamei, starts the process of becoming Tahor, and on the, the eighth day, before he was able to bring the Korbanot he has to bring, he became Tamei again. So then, how many Korbanot does he have to bring? What happens if he became Tamei on day six? How many Korbanot does he have to bring? So the rule is, as long as he hasn't completed his uh, term, he hasn't completed his term, he can become Tamei five times, he only brings one set of Korbanot for becoming Tamei. Only one set. But if he completed his term, if he completed his term and became Tamei again, it's a new set of Korbanot. The question is, what if it says in between time, the, the night time after the seventh day, and the morning after the eighth, of the eighth day? Look at it says here. Again, Chizke says if he came Tamei in the, during the eighth day, when he was about to bring the Korbanot, he brings Mevi, meaning he can bring the same Korban. Rashi says, Mevi Korban alatuma hashenit, hatuma. So that, once you hit the morning, the morning is the time when you were able to bring the Korban. You didn't bring it yet, but you could have, and therefore you're obligated completely separately to be a whole new group of Korbanot because of the second Tuma. But if you happen the night time, the night after the seventh, since you can't bring the Korbanot at night, because you don't bring Korbanot at night, Therefore, it's part of the original thing, and even though your seven days are technically up, you still bring a whole new, you, you bring only one, one set of carbonate. For Rabbi Yochanan, our, our purpose of Rabbi Yochanan is a key one here. Rabbi Yochanan, our afalayla nami may be, even at night you also bring. Even at night you also bring. Now, the point is, Rabbi Yochanan is saying, even though the ter- since the term was up, the seven days are up, even though you can't really bring the korban, nonetheless, you are obligated to bring a whole other set. Why is that problematic? It sounds different from what he says about our case of the of the Chiger. Uh, then, in the case of Tashlumin, it sounds like if you're only obligated by day one, right? If you only said, but there, uh, one second. Look at the Rashi of Rabbi Yochanan Amar. It's a third medium size on the Rashi towards the bottom of the page. It says, Rabbi Yochanan Amar, Hoyl v'taval l'tumatoh, rishona v'arib shimsho. Since on day seven you went to the mikvah already, and you are getting ready to be, uh, and you experience nighttime, nitchayeh v'korban, you're obligated to the korban, v'avabisha ain't laila v'ra'oilu korban, even though the nighttime is not the right time. Ama, avagav d'lo v'ra'oilu korban, yeshat tashumin. The key point is that line. And Rashi, that even though he's not Ra'oi for the Korban, he can't really bring the Korban, there's still a Tashlumin. There's still a Tashlumin, you have to bring more, more Korbanot. The idea is the same thing would be true, presumably for Rabbi Yochanan, in our case of the Chiger, that he's not Ra'oi, but maybe he should still have to bring Korbanot. So it seems like there's a little bit of a contradiction between the two positions of Rabbi Yochanan, one in the case of Nazir, and one in the case of the Chiger. So Gemara says as follows, um, Shani Tuma de Yeshla Tashlumin Rabbi Yirmi says, Tuma fundamentally is different, meaning the psul of not bringing a korban because you're Tamei is different because you have Tashlumim of Pesach Sheini. What does that mean? Look at Rashi. Shani Tuma, three lines up at the bottom. Korban hatuma. A korban that gets pushed off because of Tuma. Ulafikach, yeshlo Tashlumin, avagav delo nira lehavi. Hoel v'yesh ha-Tashlumin kegon elu b'Pesach Sheini. Meaning that we have a precedent. The precedent of Tuma is Pesach Sheni. That if I'm Tumay and I can't bring a, I can't bring the korban of a Pesach, of a korban Pesach, 
So I still have a makeup for Pesach Shemi. So you see, there's a precedent that if I'm Tomei and missed out, I'm able to still do the Tashlumen, right? Because I, I missed Korban Pesach, I can bring Pesach Shemi. Okay, and that would transfer over, says uh, says Rabbi Yirmiya, to the idea of the Nazir as well, right? In Nizirut, or in any type of Korban, that I missed a Korban opportunity because of Tuma. I still able the tumah doesn't seem to be complete cancellation. It's like the tumah seems to be like I'm still in the realm, and therefore there's still tashlumim, even though I'm technically tamei right now. But but when it comes to chiger, which is a different type of sul than tumah, chiger is an absolute an absolute sul, and therefore according to Rabbi Yochanan, there'd be no makeup. So if you messed up, if you were a chiger on day one, you're completely absolved and not responsible the rest of the week for any type of tashlum. Okay, that's the idea. But the Gemara says as follows: Mazil or a papa, a papa has a kash on that. Hanich alaman da amar pesach sheni. Turn the page, touch them in the Rishon. Who that works very well according to the opinion that says that pesach sheni is a makeup for pesach Rishon. That then the logic works because when we have that precedent for tumah, that tumah doesn't really do, dis, you know disqualify you. Elo alaman da amar sheni regular b'nei asma who Michael Maymar. But according to uh, the opinion that says that pesach sheni is its own holiday, it's not that your pesach sheni is making up for pesach Rishon. It's just a different holiday that's only available for people who are taught me Pesach Rishon then Michael Lamer, what are you going to say? That's not, then we can't answer the question that way. So, Ella, Ella, rather, I'm Rapapa. Rapapa would say differently, because he would say that Rabbi Yochanan holds that the nighttime is not called, quote unquote, Mechusarzman. What's the idea? Meaning that we were assuming until now, it's a little tricky, but we were assuming until now that the nighttime after the seventh is a, not, a time when a person is not capable of bringing a korban, because nighttime is not the time for korban. And therefore, the fact that we require, that Rabbi Yochanan requires this Nazir to bring, a whole other set of korbanot for becoming Tameh is an indication of what he thinks about Tashlumen. But Rabbi Yochanan says, not so. Maybe it's not true. Maybe Rabbi Yochanan thinks that the nighttime, even though you technically or practically can't walk over to the Beit of Korban because they're not open for business at night for korbanot, but nonetheless, the nighttime is considered to be a time when you could bring korbanot, theoretically. Theoretically, you could. And because of that, it's not like you're doing a tashlumim. It's like your whole nazira was over, or your whole tumah period was over. So now it's all over, and you became tummy again. Of course, you would have to bring a whole other set of korbanot. So he says it's a misunderstanding of that case, and therefore that case is not parallel to the case of the chiger at all. And that's why there's no contradiction within the opinion of Rabbi Okay, we'll stop there. Let's go. Okay.